1: Hey guys, welcome to episode 207 of Talking with TK. I'm your host, Tristan Cannell, and another legend in the house today. We've got none other than the legend. South Sydney, Manly, and also New South Wales, Australia. Ian Roberts, such a such a story, both on and off the field. Really looking forward to bringing you this, you this episode. We're going to do the full ninety minutes today, given kind of some of the subjects that we touch. I thought better we play the whole thing than try to break it up. But really hope you enjoyed the episode with Owen Craigie from last week again. There is adult themes in this one, so please review it before you let your kids listen to it. In the coming weeks, we'll also be touching base. This week, I recorded with both Tim Simona and Anthony Sebold so plenty in store before the NRL season kicks off. Please connect with me Instagram. You'll find me at Tristan Nell Tristan underscore k n e w o on Twitter or Facebook. You'll find me at Talking with TK. Old school email Tristan at Talking with TK for any guest requests or suggestions for the show. Thank you to everyone leaving reviews on Apple Podcasts or the Facebook page. That's much appreciated. I actually hope you're enjoying the new show, Talking League. So I'll continue to play that across this channel, probably until about round four or five of the NRL. Plenty of chat, plenty of people coming on, both coaches and also players. So I know plenty of people are into their rugby league. So it's not just about fantasy league or punting. You know, there's plenty of general information if you want to stay up to date with all the news on rugby league. Definitely check out Talking League. Just search it on your podcast app. The in your episode notes on your player, you also find all the direct links for things like Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I will be also having a tipping comp and fantasy league for both shows. So get involved. There is a $500 cash prize. It is free to enter. So invite all your family and friends Plenty, you know, for both Talking League and Talking with TK, all one big family. So just head over to talkingleaguepod.com, or again, I'll have all the information in the episode notes. All right, guys, really excited for today's episode, and I introduce Ian Roberts. Effort. Alright right, guys, my special guest today is Ian Roberts. Ian is a former professional rugby league player who played 194 first-grade games across the NRL for South Sydney, Manly, and North Queensland Cowboys. He also had a stint with the Wigan Warriors. He represented Australia in 14 tests, played in nine games for New South Wales in State of Origin. He was Dalian Prop of the Year in 87, 93, and 94, Post forty, has had over fifty credits in acting, and includes being in the movies like Star Wars Episode Two, Superman Returns, and on TV.
0: <laughs> Underbelly. <laughs> really done your research. That's the, uh, the the credits and the acting. That's that's a big nod for you,
1: mate. I tell you what. Before we get into it, my mate, my mate's a big Manly fan, Jason, and I told him you were coming on. G'day, Jason. Yeah, and he told me about this show last year that you did. And you're wearing an East jersey. What was that
0: show that you did? Oh, the Les Norton show. He it was loving it. It, it was on the ABC. It's uh, Les Norton. The, um, we used to read those books when I was at Manly. That's, I'm, I'm now going back to the like early 90s. But Les Norton, there's a series of books, and it's about a, about an Australian kind of rogue character. Okay. Um, knock about. Yeah, it was very, very Australian humour.
1: Well, mate, he rated your ability highly. So, Jace, big fan.
0: Oh, good. Well, that's nice to hear. Nice to hear. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. All right. Ian, let's rip it out back to the start because, as I mentioned when I was doing research, you are a pommy. So, was it Chelsea? Am I getting this right? That your parents are from?
0: Uh, yeah, I'm, my my parents came. I mean, I'm very I come like, very working class uh, uh, roots, mate. Um, we, the family grew up in Battersea. Uh, I yep. was born in, in like '65, and Battersea and Chelsea back then were very, very working class. They're not any more. They're okay, really, yeah, really yeah. highbrow, uh, yep. uh, quite expensive, a um, lardy da but. Um, yeah, but I'm now talking like literally 55 years ago. Um, yeah, but um, my uh, parents had uh, three kids by the, they had been by the time they were 25, and they they decided to take that. There's this been old. Um, there was a package, the 10, ten pound poms. You might have heard of it. Yeah. briefly. It was um, yeah, you could come, you could go out to Australia, sail out to Australia for ten pounds, spend twelve months there, and if you wanted to stay, stay. My um, Parents decided to you go know, on a holiday. Basically, they okay. they, they had all intentions of, of, of going back to the UK. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. They were just going. They literally were just going for the holiday because they couldn't afford it. They, and they turned up um, uh, in Sydney. You know, with three kids on, under their wing with with about. Thirty quid in their pocket. Wow! Are you the youngest? Uh, well, I have a my, my uh, I have a younger sister now who was okay. born out here a couple of years uh, after that. Yep. And um, you guys settled in Maruba, Is that right? Very good. You have my God, Chapman Avenue, mate. thirty, 30 <laughs> six Chapman Avenue. Do you ever I, find like,
1: yourself going past? Like, go just do.
0: I go, like, we. I mean, I literally went for school uh, at Maruba Bay from uh, pre- infants right through to uh, uh, year ten. Yep. Um, uh, I. I but I, I still gravitate towards. I mean, I was down at Munga Beach yesterday. Yeah. I mean, I still gravitate to. to I find that. the same I, thing. I, I grew I,
1: up at, at Blacktown, right. Ian, and there's a footy field that I played at all the time. So on the way to Mum and Dad's, I've got a choice: go down this, the main, or just just a quick little two minute detour. Yeah. And I can see where I played footy. And I love doing that, mate.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I, um, yeah. I mean, that's just your heritage. It's just, yeah. It's always uh, always brings back fond fond memories, mate. <laughs> so, mate, how
1: did when you came here, like? Your parents must have English accents. I'm sure that maybe at the start, did you have an English accent?
0: Uh, I was only like uh, I was one and a half. So I've never uh, no. Okay. I, my my mum and uh, my dad passed away five years ago. But even I mean, um, even my dad still had a broad English accent. Yep. You know, before he passed away, my mum still does now. My older <laughs> sister Julie, she's um, she's like four years older than me. She you can you can pick up. In her
1: that she's come here when she was younger, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: that that she's from you know from the UK somewhere,
1: yeah. Yeah. What did your dad do for work when he came out? Uh,
0: dad was, um, just don't say just, he was uh, a foreman at ICI, which is a chemical works at at Matraville. He was there for like 40 odd years, and my mum was, um, a cleaner, you know, like like I said, pretty working class day to day, yeah, Um, yeah,
1: yeah. It's interesting the loyalty, like you just mentioned, your dad, 40 years. Well, my dad worked for the Department of Defence. You right. know the, the Victoria Barracks at Paddington. Absolutely, and no, that no. was that was for thirty five years. Yeah. But for us, we kind of chop and change all the time, all the way through. Like for yourself, you played at three different clubs.
0: You don't need to have one career now. Like I mean, no. it's it's not. You leave school. I mean, I was a sparky uh, electrician when I left school. Um, a sparky. Yeah, uh, yeah, but I mean, it was, a, it was the type of thing, and that that was. I mean, my brother was a panel uh, panel uh, spray painter. Sorry, spray painter. And my two sisters were secretaries. But the, the thing was, because my parents came from working class, we were only ever going to be tra- – we had to be tradesmen. Yeah, yeah. And the girls had to have it like secretary or um, or cleaning, you know. Like it, there was it was that stereotypical of what the, the gender roles were assigned at birth gotcha. type thing. And like just to be, yeah. become a, an electrician, man, that was like really fancy. I mean, I, 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 <laughs> I, I, I lucked into that. But, but it was. It was like – in my. it was kind of saying as my dad was like – Quite that thought that was quite like a like a, a big step.
1: Yeah, uh,
0: I well, hated it too. Did
1: you leave in year ten? Uh,
0: I I went back to year eleven for about two weeks and hated it. Okay, but, yeah,
1: mate. When you were growing up, because from previous interviews you said that you dealt with your sexuality very early, but then the other thing I found out that you were dyslexic, so yeah. you couldn't read and write.
0: Yeah, He's- I mean, I I mean it's Christian. I, I um, people, are, it's funny you pick up on that, mate. I. My scariest thoughts of of, of my childhood were uh, all around, all centered around my uh, dyslexia, yeah. not, not my sexuality. Yeah. But, um, things like um, uh, being asked to to to, uh, to get up and just read from the book at school when I was in first, first yep. and second class. I'd I'd put on this act. I'd storm out and, and run off as if I was just this angry kid. Oh, really? I was terrified, but I like yeah. I, I literally couldn't read. Um, I mean, I and I didn't really. I didn't really address that issue, and I, I mean, I only spoke spoke publicly like about it in my late thirties. I went to um, when I was like 38, uh, 36, I went to NIDA, yeah. National Institute, and that's where I addressed it. And you got a degree, yeah. I mean, that's where I, I kind of uh, it was okay to be, you know, to be dyslexic. It was okay, and I, but it's still a thing now. It um, has a huge like um, stigma of shame. I mean, I, it, I it, that's still attached to it for me. Yeah. I mean, I still. Um, you know, I struggle th- even in in the acting world when people say just pick up the script and read it. And yeah, that is such a like Tough. a terrifying s- yeah. you know, Mate, s- was- sentence. for me. Th- Those those words are a terrifying sentence for me. I was because when I was reading that, because
1: you're literally that my age now that you learnt to do these things, and I'm going, I don't think I could have got through that period of time. Without having to do that, oh,
0: let me tell you. I mean, at, at night at the National Institute, there they were so embracing of any faults that anyone had, and so yep. it, it was almost empowering. Like, it, it, they it was just wasn't an issue. It wasn't seen as an issue at all. Mm. Um, and I mean, meant, and just to accept that um, uh, that attitude in in other people was difficult for me. But uh, yeah, it was. It was. I mean, phonetics. I mean, I uh, I learnt to read. I mean, I I'm not a great reader and writer now, but I phonetically, the phonetics, I don't know if you know, you know much about phonetic, no. but the phonetic alphabet, yep. like changed my life. Okay. Absolutely changed my life.
1: Wow. Now, mate, at school, did you, is that where you started playing footy?
0: Yeah, but everyone did. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, um, um, at Chapman Avenue, the next door neighbours, uh, Michael and, and Barry Riley. Oh, I still remember <laughs> I, them. <laughs> still remember them. They, um, they were playing footy from Ruby Lions. Yeah. Um, and I just went off to training with them. My dad fought for the first like a uh, few months I was there that I was playing soccer because it was just football. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, that's uh, and that's kind of how I mean. But um, in saying that, every kid played played footy. That's just what kids did. Yeah. And like, and uh, from my parents, it was almost like this this surrogate uh, babysitter who could look after the kids. You know what I mean? Like yeah.
1: yeah, You mentioned your dad a few times. Was that a really important relationship in your life?
0: Um, I oh, like I suppose like any like, like any. Um, young person yeah your mother and your father they're your role models and who you like up to but absolutely I had um, you know I had uh, later in life I had this my father and I butted heads a lot yeah okay um, but there was always an intense love and, and caring for each other
1: yeah was he the first
0: person you came out to um, not the first person no there were, were, um, I, I mean I, this, this is where it gets that they were definitely the hardest people I've had to, when I say hardest, the most confronting uh, situation was coming out. I mean, like, I should imagine most LGBTQ people would say that, that you know, confronting your family with, with that news initially is probably the most difficult. Um, no, but there were other people, you know, I had, you know, I'd always had like boyfriends, and when I say boyfriends, Boys, I'd hold hands, just with hanging kids. out. yeah. And yeah, and yeah like yeah. I'd always had, like ever since I was a kid, I never had an issue with, and I, I never like internally haven't an, had an issue with, with uh, being attracted to uh, to other boys. Um, you know, I came out to my parents. I was about twenty two, twenty three. Okay, yep. Um, probably not the way you want to come out, but I mean. Um,
1: but it's it's your it's yeah, yours in yeah, the yeah, end yeah, of the yeah, day yeah, it's yeah, yeah. your decision to do yeah, it.
0: Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, well, I mean, well, it wasn't my. It actually wasn't my decision. And in the end, it, yeah, it it absolutely was. But they they confronted me with some news that they'd heard, which was not was not <laughs> not a not a real thing. Okay. Um, but I'd, by that stage, I was I was just kind of tired because I, they used to go to the footy every week, uh, watch my games, uh, and I was you know I was. I'd been active on on Oxford Street for a long time yep. by that stage since my teens, um, and there was they were hearing stuff from people shout that was being shouted from the stands, and they okay. just like yeah. it was kind of it was just time. for me, I just fed up. Yeah, I I remember my dad said <laughs> uh, he phoned me up and said, "Oh look, your mother's heard something at work. You know, you know, you need to come round and and talk to us about it." I wasn't living at home then, um, so and I thought, "Oh my god!" I thought like it. And when I walked in the house, it was like there was a death. It was like someone had died and just, oh, my God. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so my dad just said, look, all we need to hear you say is, is that you're not gay and that's fine by us. And I was like, oh.
1: Well, we've got yeah. news for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So,
0: yeah, blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, that, that's a pretty typical story. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, it, got a, it was quite intense for a few years after that. We didn't speak much at all, really, for about three years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean that—that's a pretty typical coming out story, you know. I don't know, if people see that as tragic or inspirational, but I can promise you, there are stories out there like a thousand times more tragic and a yeah. thousand times more inspirational than mine.
1: Yeah, I heard you speaking about how respectful the media were towards you. Oh, even absolutely, they,
0: they were great, man. I mean, like you know, I love, I love the Australian media. I felt like I need to embrace everyone around that time because it was always. I mean, even when I was being gay, it was like the worst kept secret in the yeah, yeah. league. You know, like everyone at South you knew I was gay when I was there. Uh, George Piggins confronted me. No, didn't confront me about it. Was worried about it. You yeah, know, of he, course like, he, he, you're, yeah, he, he was up, concerned so. about about my well being. Um, you know, I have this other this other story about um, about Bose, Bobby Fulton, yeah, yeah. on the Kangaroo tour. This is in '94. Like I, I love Bose. I mean, I I can't tell you. It was one of those moments. I just. I love the game and, and um, how embracing it can be. I remember we we're on tour and, and Terry Hill was uh, was my roommate. Yep. Anyway, I got a call off Bose and Bose, and you don't get a call off Bose like unless there's something you're going to get dropped or there's some infringement or or, or you know, some uh, test from, from from the drug testing or something. I'm just like shit, and he's like, I think I said to Terry, I've got to go up and see Bose. He's like, <laughs> what's going on? Like you've you haven't like you haven't missed any trains. You haven't been late for training, You haven't failed any. Training. Like it was one of those anyway. So I got up there and I knocked on the door and Bo says, uh, come in and he's he sat there and he's he, he gets up and he starts pacing back and forth. And I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> what? I'm like, I was quite worried. He said, oh, and part of, one of the rules about being on tour is you couldn't have um, partners, wives, or girlfriends stay with you in the hotel. At, in the hotel, yeah. right? That's just one of those common rules. And yep. I was going out with a guy by the name of Shane. Then mm. uh, Shane was actually the, the, the uh, mascot, wasn't the he? The mascot for yeah, yeah, yeah. for, uh, for, for um, Manly. But anyway, um, and Bo's knew that. Like, but it was n- no one ever spoke about it. Okay. And it's just the way he was paced up and down the room, he, and he just said a Robo like no. Oh, like. Uh, and I was like, just say it, Baze. Whatever you got to say, mate, just say it. He said, mate, Shane can't stay with you in the room. He said, he's not. He's staying at a hotel up the road, mate. Yeah. And he was, oh, good, mate. No worries. All good. All good, Robby. Not a problem. It was just one of those moments he was like. Same rules. He, he had, he had to, Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Had, he, he had to confront him. <laughs> yep. um, yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just one of those really nice moments. He's just like, oh, well. Everyone's a little lessened today. Everyone's everyone's a bit smarter today.
1: That's a massive thing in inclusion, right? Oh, absolutely,
0: absolutely. Yeah. How absolutely. much has
1: that changed, Ian, from nineties to today?
0: Um, well, there's a conversation about it now. There's still a lot more that needs to be had, and yeah. like at school level, there's a lot more of a conversation about those around that space. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, I, um, you know, I kind of went through that whole. Um, the AIDS epidemic. I mean, when I was when, when I was, mm,
1: especially for the nineties, yeah, 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 through
0: the mid eighties, and that. I mean, I was I was I was fifteen at nine uh, in nineteen eighty, and that's like that's at the start of the, of the AIDS epidemic, and I, I just um, and the whole the, the journey that uh, the whole community went through with that. It's like it, it's strength, and not just what I say the community. I mean the greater community. Mm. I mean, don't don't just mean the LGBTIQ community. Everyone, uh, yeah, yep. I mean it was um. Yeah, it's lessons learned. It's, um, yeah, and how different is it? I mean, it, it's always evolving. It's always changing. I mean, yeah, relationships in, in all formats are, are always changing. I mean, you and I have a relationship, mm. but you know I mean? So people don't forget that um, it, it's always a personal thing. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Do you find because of the your high profile at the time and your journey, have a lot of athletes come and confided in you or anything?
0: I've had a couple, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's. Uh, I will say I. I was. A, I, I still feel a little bit. Um, I don't know if the word surprised or. I, I would have thought at this point in time. I don't know what I would have thought. Really, I suppose going back. Uh, but I, I. I. I didn't think that I was. I was opening the floodgates to all these. For all these people to step yeah. up and say oh, I'm gay too. Or yeah, blah, blah, blah. yeah. I didn't think that was happening. Yep. Going to happen. I mean. Um, but I didn't think twenty five years on. Uh, but there still wouldn't be, you know, um, there was Keegan Hurst over in the UK who who came out, Mm -hmm. like I I didn't think he would be the first one, like in rugby league that is. I just thought that because I know of more people, well, knew of more people. Mm. um, But, I mean, you know, it's like you look at what happened. I mean, the whole Justin Fashionew thing. Mm. I mean, um, for those of you who don't know Justin Fashionew, Justin Fashionew came out. He was playing the Premier League over in England. He came out in, in 1990. Okay. It's kind of weird because I was going to come out that same year from when I left South from 89 to 90. I'd made my mind up that I was just going to make it public okay. because I was fed up. I was going to Manly. I was going to stuff and And Justin came out. And because, and back then, there, uh, there was no internet. Well, there was, but there was no – like. Everyone wasn't on the internet. Yep. I mean, we used to get our news from like reading. A, yeah, of a, course, the a, paper, a the physi- physical there, yeah. newspaper. For yep. those of you who don't <laughs> know what that is, <laughs> that's sheets of paper, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and or or, uh, or the radio and uh, and the TV. So, and the gay rags is how you know, yeah uh, you kept your finger on the pulse of what's happening in the LGBTIQ world. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so Dustin um, came out in 1990, and I was. I'd, I was planning on coming out in 1990 as well. Anyway, he got such a bad reception from the from oh, really? English media. Oh, really? It was terrible. Mate. They they just crucified they, they, him. Cruci- they brutalized yeah. him. It was terrible. Um, and in 1998, he, he took his own life. It was oh, such I a tragedy. I mean, but I just do yeah. remember that 1990, 91. I just like he was being so badly uh, represented and, and, and perceived. And he probably didn't do the be- a, a, lot, a lot of the right things for himself. He could have probably. probably could have handled some situations um, a little different. But, hey, you know, he was still the first, like, male in, in a professional sport internationally yep. to come out and say he was a gay man. Mm. They crucified him. Um, uh, he, I think he retired in 94, which is when I came out. Yeah,
1: um, How did that make mic- kind Of you feel after all that?
0: Oh, when just seeing the way he was treated it was terrifying. It was just like, yeah, but, the, but like we were saying, the Australian media were always really respectful to me.
1: Was there anyone in particular at the time? Uh,
0: oh, nothing, not, 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 it was kind of weird because since uh, I mean, it's since coming out, like a lot of the journals have said that was always a question we wanted to ask, but no one felt like they had the right to ask you which, yep. until you were ready, yep, you know, which is kind of cool. I mean, I and I used to I used to sense that particularly in, in, in like 80. 87, and that when I started to have a bit of success mm. at South, um, I could always like, like, can we? T- like, it was always one of those questions that people yeah. just weren't asking. You could tell it was. You could, you could uh, tell on their face that
1: they wanted absolutely. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But they were. It was great.
1: Oh, mate, what do you think the difference? Because today's the players today have a terrible relationship with the media. What was the difference between you guys and them and the media then and now?
0: Well, yeah, but you know. Everyone's in the media now too. Everyone's got a like, everyone's got a like, a, everyone carries. Well, everyone's the, in
1: like right you know, now. Y- yeah, yeah. Yeah. Get what I'm saying? Yep. E- yeah.
0: E- everyone's, everyone's got a camera. Everyone carries a phone with them. Everyone like you, you're accessible 24 seven. It's just like, and I, and I don't, I'm, I can totally understand why players are a bit hesitant and, and, and feel a, you know, there's a bit of a backward step in regards to media. Um, And it's all done through the club. You know, it's like, yeah. It's a totally different world now. I mean, it's, you're accessible
1: 24-7. Okay. Yeah, you're right. And it's social media. You can yeah, be your own media I mean. yeah, engine as well. It's 24-7. Mm. Now, and back to your footy and you progressing up the ranks. What's it hear that you were a speedster? This fast guy?
0: Oh, I used to, well, well, Mate. yeah, well, well, I mean, um, yeah, when I was at South, I, was quite, I suppose I was quite quick. quick. I mean, I, that, they used to stick me out in the wing. We used to. Um, it's
1: that thing again when I told you doing research, you right. go, well, I always looked up to Ian as this hard guy that was the enforcer. I didn't know that he grew up as this sprinter.
0: Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I don't really know how to answer. Yeah, I mean, I was, uh, I was in my younger years. I was, yeah, I suppose a bit quicker than normal. But I, and I suppose, like a generation before me, there was Wayne Pearce who just started to to change the way people. Yeah, play. He, he, he introduced a, like a science into training and, and into diet, and, all the training, and, and no drinking, the, and into the like, wellbeing being and knowledge yep. around, and not just. to, about the game itself, but around the game itself, you know yep. what I mean. Uh, and I suppose I kind of c- continued that with all, what I was doing. Um, yeah, I suppose. I mean, I was my, you know, I was also like good under the high the high ball. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like it, um, <laughs> but I mean, yeah. I mean, it was. Um, yeah, I can't really. I mean, yeah. That was part, one of our players was was Phil Gould, uh, not Phil Gould, um Phil Blake. Um, Used to chip for me on the wing. I'd, yep. I'd, I'd go I'd out to the wing. Yeah, he chip for me over to the wing. Yeah, that was an old South player. I can't try to think. What,
1: it's funny you know, brought up Phil Blake because I, I did a podcast him, yesterday with Owen Craigie, and he said that he learnt the chip and chase from Phil Blake.
0: Um, he was, he was. He, I mean, he wasn't the original, but he was, he was originally the best. He, he made it look good on uh, TV, uh, mate. Uh, so you know, chip and chase, chip and chase again. Chip. I mean, we we, we who was that? I think. Was it Red Fernable? I think he, Who we were playing against, and he chipped and chased three times. I really? Was like, yeah. It was
1: well, over like, the, over the first line, over the fullback, he, over the wing. He winger. kicked three
0: times. He chipped three. He, he, he chipped uh, twice. I think. He, I think he, he grubbed at the, the last one, but it was three kicks. And you know, I just, remember, like I was, it would have been eighty-seven, maybe eighty-eight. But I just remember being like blown away by yeah. like how, how skillful this, this this guy was.
1: Yeah. You mentioned Redfern Oval. Especially back in the day, such a great little venue, Oh, dirt
0: bowl. Yeah, yeah. Did
1: you go there as a kid?
0: Yeah, we used to um remember the old uh, the, the hills at the back there. We used yeah. to slide down the back there. Oh, really? Cardboard. With the cardboard? Yeah, yeah. yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the old original. Yeah, the the hill. My um my family, my mum and dad, were big South supporters. We used to sit okay. behind the uh, the Southern Post. That was our spot, uh, right behind the post. Um,
1: so, did you see some premiership years and stuff like that? Was that before you?
0: Yeah, that was that was before me. Yeah. yeah, 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 really. Um. But yeah, my uh But yeah, we used to get in there, we, the whole family, my my auntie who came out from England as well, and her family. Yeah, like the, that was our our Saturday, Sunday, or whatever day they were playing. Yeah, on. good. Yeah, yeah. Who was your favourite player? Yeah, I don't really remember. It was um, was George Piggins and all those guys playing. Or no, no? I, I saw George play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but I was too. I mean, I wasn't. I was into football, but I wasn't. But Not for the memories. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it wasn't. It wasn't about. It wasn't about the. the um, about the players, and it was almost almost the just the experience of being at the footy. Okay, what was your junior club was mascot? Was that right? Uh, well, I finished with mascot. My original uh, team was uh, Merbele Lions. I went to Merbele Diggers. Okay, and then uh, then the mascot. Yeah, yeah,
1: there you go. And then how did Souths pick you up?
0: Just through the grading system. I mean, I had a couple of good um, when I was about sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. I was I was uh, playing well at mascot, like a pretty familiar story. I was just. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, was, I suppose a little better than than, than the average uh, average uh, um Again, I just got graded that way. I played the President's Cup, went through the whole jersey flea thing, President's Cup thing. Yep, um, that's for representative uh, football for, for uh, younger guys. For those out there that don't know, yeah,
1: did that um, did that help you off? You know, we talked about your issues at school before. Was that you making rep teams for Souths? Was that kind of an equaliser a little bit?
0: No, not, you know, it was kind of. Um, Around the age of like uh, 16, 17, I, I I I desperately wanted to give football away because of my sexuality. Yeah, and um, I mean I meant that seriously. I just I, I did not want to play anymore. But my my dad had loved like loved the footy, like loved yeah. the, loved being a part of the team. He was like always an assistant manager or, or helped out whatever team I was playing for. He, a little, it was almost like refusing him that that joy. That thing, yeah. And I was just like I used to do. I like it, honestly, but and. The year before I got graded in, like um, I think it was like eighty five, I I was adamant that I'd given up. Okay, and my dad just like it, it was his thing for me to make. Not, no, I, I mean he wasn't living his life through me. I don't mean, mean it to sound like that. If if that's but what he's what he, still he's proud of you. He was he, he, yeah. he he just really saw my he saw more potential in me than I did. You know, for rugby league, you know what I mean. Was, to me, it was just like it's just what I did. It was kind of it was kind of fun. Yeah. It was like it was okay.
1: So one year before you make your debut, you yeah. nearly gave oh, up. Oh,
0: yeah, absolutely. My dad just said, like, he, he, I had to promise him that, I, that I'd give it another shot for a, for a year, and um, after that, you know, I, was, I could uh, run my own show.
1: Yeah. Now, Ian, I know that when you were coming through the ranks, you really idolised Craig Young. Oh, and first you know, and first, he tried to fight you. Oh
0: my god, you know that story? Dude? Yeah. Oh my god, that was terrifying. I heard you no, ta- no, oh, you it was used- wasn't terrifying. It was like the like a, a, the two stories like that were with Les Boyd Craig, as Craig well. Craig Young and Les Boyd. Because yeah. I heard in, you uh, told on
1: the Batuta Boys ones. Yeah. I,
0: mate, it was like the Craig Young thing when he just like grabbed me and hit me. I'm just like, this is my like this is this well, is the guy. What did you do? I, I just kind of stood there. I didn't like I looked around and, and I think I think Mario ended up having a blue with him or something. <laughs> but I was just like. Oh, I don't know what to do. Like, the, I don't know what. You, what do you do? It's like when over in uh, the UK, when Les Boyd like headbutted me, split on my face. It was oh, a John play, it was a John player special, yeah, yeah. final, and um I had like like thirty <laughs> odd. This isn't the first few minutes. I had these like a gash down the side of my like through my lip, And I had like thirty odd stitches put in at half time And but I just remember thinking, oh, this is Les Boyd. What do I do? Yeah. Like, I mean, I was in kind of in awe of these guys. That they were. It was a bit of a. You know, like a hero worship thing. Like I used to love these guys as as a, as a as a young bloke. Yeah, mate.
1: That's an introduction. It's to it. one of those things
0: about it being, <laughs> being experienced, and I'm sure they knew that anyway. I'm sure that's why they did it. You know, like I mean,
1: intimidate the young bloke. Yeah, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah. But fighting back in the day was common in the NRL. It was a sauce.
0: What was the (laughs) – It wasn't wasn't really my – I mean, it wasn't my style, but we had like Les Dose and Les Boyd, uh, Wayne Chisholm, uh, Mario Mario Fennec, and just like these guys. um, And I'm trying to think what – there was a call they used to have. It was like – it was like – boobies or something, or something, <laughs> running, something into, running into yeah, a yeah. scrum and, and tugger would call out you know like boobies i'm just like oh so shit. tugger that, would do it tugger would do it like, it was a call and we all knew that the blue was on right? <laughs> I, I was just like oh fuck, really do we have to like i it wasn't like i it just wasn't my <laughs> style yeah right? i mean I'd, obviously and and because you're um because it became just the way we played for the first few years, anyway, it was. Yep. that was just a thing. It was just like the, what it was, and like George d- didn't con- didn't condone it, but he definitely knew about it too. Yep. You know? like, but it was never like George telling <laughs> us to do it. It was always it was always mara yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: What about training, Ian? Like, there's some brutal guys there. Was training brutal? At it was all?
0: very different. Training, like we you know we all had. I mean, we used to train at like five o'clock so everyone could get home from work. Yeah, you know, like there was still that like. And it was you know like the, the first few training sessions at South. It was like we used to um, pre-season in, in eighty five and eighty six. We, we used to re- um meet down at um, at Coogee Beach. Yep. And the and, and the training was we'd run from Coogee to Ramick to La Perouse along Anzac Parade. Yep. And then back and then back to Coogee, which I can't I can only imagine is about a fifteen twenty k run, right? Like I, it, it, it's got to be at that that sort of distance. So we used to do that three times a week. Oh. We go to um, then we then we'd move to uh, Centennial Park and there's the lakes at Centennial. Yep. Three lakes, two lakes, or one lake. Yeah, yeah and, yeah. and we did we did just let, do that. Do that. But then about um, about 88, 89, There was a bit more science coming into it. We, yep. Uh, they got in, into the gym. And they had the old.
1: I was going to ask you about because you're still looking in great shape, mate. So oh, is this so genetics shucks. or is this
0: frigging hard work? Yeah. What are you talking? <laughs> some know because I see some
1: people that don't do anything and they look like gods. But I know that being a professional athlete, you would have had to have done some.
0: Yeah, I've, I've, I've um, I haven't, you know, I've, I've, um, I've had the fortune the misfortune, um, to be to, to have the time to look after myself. I, I haven't had the responsibility of I don't have any children. Yeah, uh, like I don't have that responsibility. I've always really only had my partner and I and, and my, yeah. my my family. Um, Is it tough
1: in the acting world in terms of, like, do they keep on top of you in terms of, like, how you look and all that sort of no, stuff? No, I
0: mean, that's all up to you. Um, I will I, – I, I mean, I just did a thing with uh, Mr. Inbetween. Yeah. Uh, which which great series for anybody out there. It's third season now. Um, it's, but that's the first thing I've done in 12 months, really.
1: Um, do you get stereotyped because of your uh, build?
0: I, I'm, I'm – <laughs> You're stylish. the henchman. I, I've the, always been the henchman. One guy. henchman, two. Dorman, one. Dorman, yeah, yeah. two. Um, I mean, I you know at night it was great because it was it was Shakespeare. It was the full gamut. Yeah, like it, you know, it, was, it was. I mean, I can't tell you at, at, at night it opened up this whole new other world for for me. I mean, um and it's one that I like. I I was so willing to embrace. It was, it was, yeah, it's this whole new um, landscape that I just didn't know was before me all this time, but yeah.
1: Yeah, wow. So, mate, talk to me about the early days of South, because there was some success. 87, you made the semis. 89, did you get injured in 89? Oh, yeah, soon- I did
0: my groin. That's when I had the, the – the, 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 I mean, um, I think I played about 12 games, but after that yeah. I, was, I was ratchet. I mean, um, my groin, which haunted me then for about three or four years oh, – or about three years after that as well. Um, yeah, I mean, it was – we, I think we, um, we were minor premiers in '89, but we, yep. we, 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 bombed straight out. We played uh, Balmain and then Canberra. Canberra. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. I mean, yeah. We, uh, I don't know. I mean, what ifs? What ifs? What ifs? It, yeah. we, we were halfway through the season. We, we were pretty strong, but you know, um, I think that was the first year Canberra won it. I mean, that grand final. Yeah, '89. That yep. was that, that was probably yeah, that. Balmain, then, yeah. That, was one of the two best grand finals of all time, the other one being the uh, Townsville-Brisbane um, um, in 2016, was it, when, when Townsville
1: won? Oh, you mean Sharkies? Yeah. Oh, no, do you mean North Queensland versus Broncos in 15 on the bell? Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, that was a great grand final. Yeah. Mate, you also signed with Manly. Did that happen halfway through 89?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, and it caused like a whole lot of – like. Uh, Controversy and, and uh, created a real storm at South. Yeah, um, because one of their but you know, one of home homegrown were le- leaving the nest. Um, but it set a bit
1: of a trend, didn't it? Uh, for it players just, it looking after themselves. Well, it kind of right? did. It kind of did. Yeah. Yeah, it
0: kind of did. Really. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was, yeah, you know, up to that time, that was like, and I'm not wobbling my head when I say that was the money I got was quite extraordinary, mm. and it was. Um, uh, yeah, you talk about players setting themselves up, and um, yeah, it was. But it was, it was, it was the beginning of the professional era. Yeah, like real professional era, mm. like where, where it became totally professional. It wasn't. I mean, it wasn't. When I first went to Manly, it was, still wasn't totally professional. We still had guys working in that there. Yeah, you know, the, the, we were just starting to earn money. You know, hundred hundred. Hundred fifty thousand, which doesn't sound like a lot today, but it was huge money yeah, back then. Yeah, it would
1: have been equivalent of three four hundred grand yeah. today, right? So, yeah. but given the brutality of the game and the short span, the, the of… the longevity
0: or, yeah. or, or lack of longevity. Yeah, yeah, I
1: think that's a very deserved price for what you yeah. guys were putting. I mean, it from. is
0: what it is. I mean, we know that now. It's easy to look back. I mean, there are definitely things I would have done differently. Um, but you know, I, I, I suppose everyone everyone could say that. Yeah. In hindsight,
1: did the what was the South's fans like?
0: Um, they were brutally loyal to South. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they
1: loved you at the time too. You were one yeah, of their boys. If, uh, yeah,
0: if, I mean, if you're, if you're playing in the red and green, yeah, you you, you can do no wrong. Um, what
1: was that first time back at Redfern? Well, uh,
0: the first game, when, when I played for Manly, we played um, South. We played them at um, Stadium. Uh, I broke my, they broke my jaw and my cheekbone. I come off looking like, like... Really, they like target. So John, John, John Merrick early. from the Elephant Man, memo. I, was, wow. I missed about four weeks after that. Yeah, my face was, yeah, that was uh, courtesy of, I think it was Les uh, Davison and and and, 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 um, and Mario. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, no, it was Spud Carroll. Oh, Spud 100. Carroll, that's With, right. his,
1: with his, what's Spud. it called?
0: And like, who I played with at Manly, <laughs> who I'm really good friends with, <laughs> and who was a bastard. But, yeah, but he did it. But yeah, he got you at he the got time. Me, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And do you need any water or anything, mate? No, I'm good, mate. I'm You're good. good? Mate, one thing I did skip, and it was something important I want to ask you, was about Wigan. Like, second year in, this is something that... First year
0: in. Like, I mean, when I At say second year, I, mean, I played a couple of games in 85, but I only played, uh, I played like three uh, third grade games, and then like four reserve grade games, and then 86 was my first full year.
1: But for being a young bloke, like, for got- the NRL players now, I feel that they should, for the first couple of years, instead of playing away in reserve grade, if they get an opportunity, I would go to the Super League.
0: Yeah, but um, over there we didn't have to miss any football. It was like because of the, the flip seasons. You, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so that was great. I mean, um, I think like my first year at South, I, I made like nine thousand right? dollars. Yeah, clear. And I thought that was great. And then Wigan offered me. I think it was like thirteen thousand dollars. Well, yeah, I like, topped to, it to, to, to play um, to play like four months. That's a deposit on a house, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. But, 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 you know, I'm talking about, and that's, a, it was like, oh my God, this is crazy. And I was making like 20,000 as a sparky. I was like, I was, I was, I was, I was rolling, man. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, look, I mean, but I mean, it was a different, but um, yeah, it was wonderful. I, uh, I played the, because in 86, uh, South, we had a really young uh, first grade team. There was about eight of us that could play 23. So okay. what they did the last three games of that year, they put us all back. Anyone that could play in the under-23s, yep. played under-23s. Cause oh, for they, the semis, yeah, it, yeah, We yeah. ended on going. And yep. We played in the grand fight. We played uh, Penrith. Did you win? Yeah, we... Yeah, we Towed them up. We bashed them a bit, yeah. It was, you know, it, I mean, legally it was okay, but it, ethically it was... Probably, it
1: was against men against boys, right? Yeah, it wasn't. That so. no,
0: wasn't that. It was just all that. Yeah, it wasn't really... The, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I uh, I left the next day to uh, go over and uh, play at Wigan. We um, I got there on the Monday and played Tuesday night. We played St Helens in the semi final of the Lancash- Lancashire Cup, and well, I got man of the match. So like, there you go. It, it, was, um, it was just one of those. I had a really good seat. I had a really good time with Wigan. Yeah. I played really good football. One, of, one of the best games I've ever played in my life was, against, it was against the Australians when we played for Wigan. I like I had, Oh, on the tour they played on against the tour. You. Yeah, 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 The tour they'd be like 26, 22 or something. But I had. Quite, you know, I always think it's quite possibly one of my best personally for me. Like one of the best games I've ever played in my life. Yeah, and it was just like, but the, I. I it, it, you have to – you can't talk about England without talking about the crowds. Yeah. It's just – and Central Park. It's like it's this whole other thing. The it's songs It's this whole and, other yeah, life. Yeah. It's this whole other living organism. It's, it was like mind-blowing. It like blew my mind as compared to you – know, I just come from Redfern. Yeah. And, and I'm not criticizing Redfern. But I it was loved, different at the time. Oh, absolutely like, different. It was like, huge. It was um, – yeah. It was uh, – and it was particularly in Wigan, the, the uh, Cherry and White, they, the, they are like – they are. Odd. They were the rugby league team at yeah. the time. I mean, they could um, – people knew rugby league only because of Wigan over yep. in the UK.
1: It's true. They were a super club.
0: Yeah, yeah. They're Did low, you have Graham Lowe over there? Lowe was there, yeah. yeah. Got, that's why Lowe ended up being at Manly too. I played on Lowe. I spoke to Lowe a few weeks ago. Lowy, oh, nice. Were still really good friends, mate. He's over there. Well,
1: where is he at the moment? In Okay. Yeah, yeah. Is um, so he connected with Warriors? N-
0: no, but he uh, – he, he, Yes and no. He's, he's not officially connected with him. Okay. But just helps him from time yeah, to time. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. yeah. Now, mate, before we started, you mentioned Dennis Betts because that was my guest on this week. So tell me about the, for you as a young bloke as well, the Wigan dressing room oh, and crazy. then remembering the young Dennis Betts, mate.
0: I mean, I met Dennis, um, Dennis was playing in the 17s when I was over there. I, think, I mean, I was like 20, I think. when I Okay. Was um, uh, we were just mates, um, but yeah, the, the, the it's one of those weird things that, the, the, the young team aren't allowed in the, in the change rooms. Well, yeah. no, they do, but they have to clean it up. Yeah. It was like this, I just, it's like, <laughs> like all these, there was all these little, like these, these, lo- these rules or the, these laws or whatever it was, or the, this, this, they created this environment um, where to be in the first team was a really worshipped position. Yeah. Um, I kind of found that amusing. It's just like, um, yeah, it was like things like when I first went over there, I, I mean, it got cold. I mean they used to they used to give you shots of brandy at half time if you want like really? this, this is true. Like <laughs> this is this is real. Like I was just like, what is going on? Would like, you get what? blind? Like oh, well, no, no, like how no, many in the like in the end I just thought it was well when I first got there I, I was, it kinda of blew me out. I didn't want nothing I was just like I was still like water and oranges, so you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean um
1: those fields would have been cold, but, but in but, the winter. But,
0: but in, in the winter, when you run out there and you can hear your uh, your studs on the on the ice, yeah, yeah, that was crazy. Like, and, and then I ended up taking a shot of brandy. Like when i had been over there for a few months, I understood why they did. that. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, did you ever get an yeah. offer to go back?
0: Yeah, they, they they wanted me to go back. I mean, they had a they uh, offered me a, like a three year contract.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, and I was so tempted because when I what when when, um, when I was over there, I had that game against. Game against Australia. I mean, but the thing was, for the first three or four games there, I'm, and I'm not wobbling my head as I say that I got man of the match in like the first three or four games. Yeah, I remember. Then I got an offer to play for England because I was English, right? I was over, oh, I was over, yes. I was over there playing for, for Wigan because I was English. I, I didn't come under you could have three people, yep. three three uh, foreigners playing in the teams. But I didn't come under that cap because I was a pommy, Yep. Uh, and then I got offered to play for England, and oh, I, was, yeah. I, I, I this, this is this is one thing I do regret. I wish I'd said yes. Like, but I said no because in my head I had to play for Australia. How come you
1: regret it? Because your family? Because
0: it would, but it just would. I mean, I could have still gone on and played for Australia. Oh, really? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's what I regret. Yeah, like, you could have done it, both. Yeah, it could have done both. It just would have been, just would have been an experience like a, a, a quite a unique experience. Oh, what it yeah, was, especially yeah. then,
1: mate. Twenty, you twenty years old playing for England.
0: Yeah, it would have been madness, mate. Like, I mean, I was, you know, I was, I was there at a default. Really, I was just went, I went there because that, that that offered me like thirteen thousand know? dollars. Yeah, but like it was. Um, it was it was nothing I had, I had planned for up until about two weeks before the end of the season here in in, in eighty six. Yeah, know? and Lowy just rang me and said, "Oh, blah blah blah, you interested in coming over?" Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's I mean that uh, it is one of those things I do regret. Not, not re- well, yeah, I do regret. Yeah, because
1: yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And not, you know, we talked briefly about you moving to Manly in ninety, but that was a big year for you, like. Jack Gibson's putting these wraps on you. I didn't realise he coached you at Origin.
0: Yeah, at Origin. Yeah. What was he
1: like? Because that would have been his back end of his career, right?
0: That was absolutely. I think it was it might have been the last last couple of years he, he coached. Um, really intense. Really, really intense. But re- like, in, in was he t- wearing those man jackets, of, mate? Oh yeah, those big fur, those big fur. Yeah, 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 uh, big fur coat things. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> really intense, but but a man of little like of few words yeah, and I, I, I don't, I mean, he, I got along, I can't say I didn't get along with him because I did, but, but I just didn't know how to read him at all. Like I just mm. didn't know what he wanted or, um, he gave you a job and that was it. Like he, I mean, he, he had a, um, uh, a respect for me because I had a high workload. Yep. And even though I had a high workload, I didn't like my workload because I, I, I just thought, to me, it was just just hitting the ball up and tackles. It was just, I mean, that's, that's that's anyone can do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not until like eighty seven I started to take chances and change my game a bit. Yeah, with the offloads, offloads, and the, and yeah, and yeah. the high balls, and going out and, and, and running off you know, from the wing, and all that. stuff. Like they're decisions I made myself. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the high workload thing is not – not. I never appreciated that style of, I mean, I, yeah. I, I always had that. I mean, I always – that was yeah. just my base. That was, that, 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 I mean, I was lucky that was just my starting point. You know? But you I, had other chinks to your arm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean, I had to add those other chinks. It's just like the big hits and that that came when I was at Manly. Like, yep. that was that, – that's something that I created, you know, I absolutely created. I made a conscious effort that um, the way I played, I wanted to change the way that the, the, the game was played a bit. So yeah. The style of the game.
1: What did you know in that '90 season? Because '89, you missed so much footy. Yeah, you debuted for Australia that year as well. Mm-hmm. How did you go from this guy that didn't play footy to this rips yeah. starter?
0: Um, uh, I mean, I was. I mean, I was like 25. I was. I was kind of at the right age for all that. I, I um, when I the first year at, at Manly, I had a really. I mean, i I think I had like '90 90 and '91. I had really good seasons at Manly as well. Yeah. I'd, I'd started to, my, my game has start like I said it started to morph a bit. I'd, I'd, I'd started to uh, change my and that's all about maturity as well. Yep. That, that's what, what you call experience. Like play, you don't learn that. That's that one, that's something that can't be taught. Is what I mean. You, you have yep. to experience that. Like as that as that twenty year old in '86 running out and, and getting like punched in the face by Craig Young and not knowing mm. what to do. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That, I wasn't that same kid at, at twenty five. Yeah. Know yeah. Me, Did you
1: just, enjoy that extra responsibility of being the leader of the pack?
0: I only became aware
1: of that. Um, oh, so you didn't know at the time?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I only became aware of that, like, um, I'd, 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 I'd in, like, 91, 91, well, 93, really, is when I really felt like I'd stepped up and I, I'd, ch- like – Yeah. And I'm not – I keep saying wobbling my head. I'm not showing – I'm just being honest here. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like, it, by 93, I, I really like, I really liked the, the footballer that I was. Yeah, okay. Um, and what and what I was able to do, and and, and um, how you know I felt like I could change the flow of a game, and um, and I think anyone watching me at that point would know what I'm talking about. The, just just the mm. fist pumps and standing over someone after like cutting him in half, you know, like it yeah. offloads and, and that type of thing. Um, yeah, I mean, but but uh, but there's, there's a certain sort of arrogance with that too, like and like but you it's kind of confident. need it's to, right? Yeah, exactly, and that's that's what I mean. It's it's that. It's a fine line. You yeah, know what I mean, it's a fine line.
1: Was that competitive advantage? You've kind of
0: absolutely, to- but everything became about winning and and, and about um, humbling the other team. You know, it's yep. always about, um, you know, like if, if someone dies, that, that will bad luck. It, like that, that's an extreme, but I mean, it no, was, I know what you're it, saying. It's that yeah, menta- yeah, It's yeah. almost like, you know, I really ain't going to cut this Blake in half when 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 he takes that ball. That was that was my intention. Like the, um, and but but I mean. And I only became aware of that, like uh, cement that became cemented in my conscious, like in like ninety three, ninety four. And I would say anyone at Manly who I was playing with at that time would know. Well, at, at, at training, that would know what I'm talking about now. And if they heard me say this, they would say, "Oh yeah, that, that was Rob yeah, yeah. when Yeah, yeah." A nut. Gotcha. Like, yeah. oh, he was like <laughs> totally obsessed with winning, w- winning this game at any expense.
1: That's good, mate. I tell you what, when you and Chief used to start in the front row together, that was my favourite moments because oh, really? I knew New South Wales. We were going to win the battle in the middle. Okay, like,
0: that's, 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 that's kind of what good. was it's it like, like to play with Chief, Chief and 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 Leather, the, 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 We kind of like we're all kind of three of us. We're all different. Yeah, we, we were kind of the, the, the three points of, of what it is to be a front row forward. That's I, was, what
1: I was thinking that last night as well. Going, these three were the best of the time, but they were all, all brought something different. Very very different. Yeah 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 yeah
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, like how can you can't? I mean, and you can't fault any any part of their game, you know. Yep. so it's like the chief and and, and Lazo. I mean, uh, Lazo was a freak. I, it, yeah. But I mean, I mean, I, say, I can say that about Craig Young as well. Like, given the time and the generation, like and, and, and their time. Yep. They were they were the the best types of players. Like Les Boyd, given his time and, and, and of his generation, he's like he changed the game as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah.
1: Ian, like I watched this tackle yesterday from an Origin with Jason Smith, and you two collide heads, heads yeah, and yeah. you had to go off, which is kind of the version of a HIA. Yeah. If you look back now, how many times do you think you uh, would have been put in the HIA?
0: It's weird. I've um, I've been a part of a few studies. I actually I just last week uh, was a part of another study about head knocks and concussion and mm. the after effects. Let me tell you, there's still so much room for improvement in that space mm. because it's still it's still being pushed aside, still being not spoken about. Yep. The discussion, I mean, the long-term effects. I mean, I I absolutely know that that my memory has been damaged. Uh, uh, I am absolutely sure, certain about that because of all the head knocks. Now, I mean, I couldn't tell yeah. you the mountain times. Don't forget, but but I, I, in the in, in the generation I grew up in, the generation before that. When you were kids, I mean, like if you got knocked out on the field or, or concussed, you'd have someone run out and hit you in the head with a you know, with a wet sponge and say, yep. "Come on, up you get, and off you go. Back and it was, you go." It's a sign. Magic of, water. It's a sign. Yeah. It's a sign of power and strength to, yep. to get up and um, and shake it off. Come on, you'll be okay. But I mean, at least now we're we're encouraging kids to speak up for themselves if, mm. if they have any. You know, that we have to have that conversation, I and mean, it's you know it's 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 all it's still that.
1: Are you worried but, for someone like Boyd Cordner? That-
0: um, well, not just for Boyd Cordner, for, for anyone. For like, everyone. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. That that, um, that that with Boyd and that, and that situation, you know, in, in the origin, just like I mean, they said he got tested and you know he, he proved. I mean, what tests are you running? I mean, yeah. if, whatever tests you're running, they're the wrong tests to be running. Because he was if, clearly. If, out. If, he, if he was clearly, if, if you thought he was clearly okay to go back on those tests. Are not the tests that anyone should be taking. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Yeah. That, like that, that, that's now it took it to a whole new. It took it for that to happen with, with boy, but this been going. has been going on for, for, for like this is just someone like regurgitating this this conversation because yeah. it's been going on. I mean,
1: you look at the NFL as well. The absolutely. NFL is huge over yeah, there yeah. with that stuff as well. Did you find when you were playing for the Cowboys, were you getting knocked out easier when the back end of your career, or did that happen at all?
0: Um, no, I mean. No, no, I, I, I don't think I, – I think I got smarter as I got. I, and also, I mean, like I said, when I was at Manly, that was when I was at my worst. I mean, when I used to – those hits and that, like I was always concussed. Every time I, t- I took someone out, I yep. was concussed myself. Like I literally used to get up with that shaking and that daze. And, That's scary, mate. Yeah, yeah. But, but that was just the way it was. There was nothing we, – we, we weren't having these conversations. There was no education
1: day. about it. There and was We no, weren't yeah. having these
0: conversations. It's just like – and if you got concussed so much you had to go off, you go off for 10 minutes and you you, you. Go back on. Mm. You know, we know now the long-term damage. And the thing is, people forget the language we use as well about head trauma. It's mm. brain damage. Yeah. You know, like I, I use that word because it's brain. It makes people sit up and think. Oh, that's that's a that's that's a that's a dark phrase. Brain damage, but it is every time you get knocked out, it's brain. Your it's brain damage, you're scarring. I mean, the, the whole CTE thing I mean, scarring on the brain. I've had those scans. I've got scarring on the brain.
1: Yeah. For, for- Mate, I heard you talking about your experience in America.
0: Yeah, I mean, losing time. Yeah. I had two experiences, but, um, and they were terrifying as well. I mean, that's why I came back. That's mm. one, of, one of the reasons I came back. Um, the, the, the first one was much more terrifying than the second I mean, they're both terrifying to, to kind of wake up somewhere, or not just come to and you're somewhere else, just like – you can't say I can't say it's almost like maybe I fell asleep but then I woke up. But I, you know the first time I was driving in a car and then I was at home. Yeah. It's like a space a space of about thirty minutes. Wow. And it was uh that was that was uh it's it's even when I look back now, it makes me feel a bit anxious now. I could like uh, and the second time I was at home and then I was just I was at home in the bed in the kitchen, and then I was in bed, and I was just. But it was there had been some, some time passed between that, and I'd and I'd made myself a cup of coffee or something, and the, yeah, I had – which is almost like yeah, and that's why I came back after that because. And the other thing I, I had been noticing that um, uh because I was over in the states for about five years all up yep. um, when I first got to the states in like. Just after Superman thing. <laughs> uh, um, that was like 2000, I think it was about 2006 when I first got over there. Yeah. I was always pretty sharp going into auditions and that. Like I always felt like if, okay. I, if I'd had a couple of days with, with the text, yep. with the audition piece, I was like, yeah, good. I'd like, I'd, I'd made my choices how I'm, how mm-hmm. I'm going to do this. But I just noticed over in the States but, um, that I just wasn't, I didn't feel as uh, as confident or sharp. I didn't feel as edgy. And I, that's just, I mean, when people say, when did you first noticing you're having memory uh, issues. It's not something you can really remember. It's like when, yeah. when did you, when do you remember forgetting? Well, how can you remember forgetting, forgetting thing, stuff? Thing, you know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. that's, and that, like, but I genuinely noticed at that point. I was starting to notice. I just, I just wasn't confident, as confident in myself. Um, and then when I had the two episodes, um, yeah, it was, it was a bit of a wake up call. I came yeah. back. I got involved with in a couple of um, case studies and and, and uh, some. Some testing and that. Is there um, any
1: exercises and stuff that you can do? Oh, on a daily there's, basis? there's
0: loads of cognitive stuff you can do online and that, which I do, yep. and that, that definitely. Ha- well, my my cognitive times have improved as well. So that, obviously I am getting better, but I, I often wonder if I'm just not learning the tricks that the cognitive yeah, testing is gotcha. about. But yeah, you get yeah, what yeah. I mean? It's, yep. But but I mean, I do feel better about myself. So it's got to be that's got to be advantageous. Yeah, you know, if nothing else. Mm. Um, but yeah, there's there's plenty of stuff that you can learn, that you can do online and. But it's just being aware of it. It's just like um, it's encouraging people to, to, to particularly uh, if they're involved with any sort of contact sport, mm. um, just to speak up, Like just to um, –
1: It's good having these conversations oh, because absolutely. at the end of the day, we're so macho being men. Oh, we don't want to go see the doctor. And then we do it a year later and we could have picked it up Absolutely. all this time ahead. But I guess your health's your health and you can't – Especially with contact like what you guys went
0: through, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's weird, but it's this is going to sound like a, a weird comparison, but it's like prospect. Prostate cancer. Mm. Guys have a real issue, like about um, not getting tips because yeah, of, yeah. Of, of, of the prostate. Of just where the prostate is, just like mm. they had this whole dilemma about about
1: the doctor touching you or whatever. Yeah, i saying it's almost in yeah, those yeah.
0: realms. That's how I kind of compare it. It's just like this, no, it's this. exactly the this, same. This mate. weakness that that, 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 that that affects men. It's, it's, it's this mm. mental weakness that affects men. Oh, you know, that's you a good cut, comparison, you cut, actually, right? weak. Oh, but yeah. like, oh, prostate cancer. Oh my god, that's that's up your bum. It's like that. That's a gay thing. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. 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 It's, yeah, almost, yeah. it's one of those conversations, but it just needs to be had. You know, like, It's it, your life, mate. It's it 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 needs your to be life, be It's quality. Yeah. It's, not, it's not just your life. It's it's those around you and carefully, It's affecting other people Absolutely, as well. yep. yeah.
1: Wow. Now, that's, that's a really good topic to bring up. But, mate, one year I wanted to bring you to was 94 because I went to this game. It was Australia versus France, right? That it, game, it, right. It was at – I was sitting on – because was was ca- it was a capacity was, crowd. It was a ground record, right? And you scored two tries.
0: Oh, you're talking about that? Was it, was it, it was the
1: mid-year one.
0: Yeah, right. I'm sorry, I thought you were talking about that. No, nah, not the one I, at the I, end of the tour. I thought you
1: were talking about the one at the, the
0: tour.
1: Mid, the mid-year that.
0: one. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were killing it. Why are you so surprised I scored two tries?
1: I'm not surprised, <laughs> mate. I had your first try score, even though they didn't have it back yeah, then, mate. Yeah. But yeah, mate, you killed it that day.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. And here's one of those things I wish I could say is that my memories are sharp. I do, I do, I obviously know the game you're talking about, but I don't, I don't recall a lot about it. Yeah. You know, like I have that, it's kind of weird now. It's just, uh, just a couple of days ago, I was watching some old games. I'm just like, did I, I, I can't remember. Sorry, mate. I do apologize. No, i take it if you need it. No. Um, uh, yeah, I just, I, my memory's not as sharp. And sometimes I just think. God, I can't remember playing in these games. You know? like, that's terrible. I mean, I'm just, I just. know I'm talking about what we were speaking about with the head knocks and that before, but you just mentioned about that paramount game and I'm just now struck. I remember scoring one of the tries. Yeah. But that's all I can really remember. And I don't know if that's just because I'm getting old or if that's the thing. I mean, I've just had this wave of panic go through me trying to remember that. And this is that issue we're just talking about. Just like, I just can't remember.
1: Just- yeah. That, that could be – I mean, it could be any. Who knows? could be any.
0: But, yeah, yeah, I was um, – yeah.
1: But that 94 season, especially Kangaroo Tour, you were a standout. But yeah. it also looked like you were enjoying your games oh, a lot I loved more.
0: It my, that's what I meant about – it's about 93, 94. I was really yeah. in control of my game. Because I, I know it.
1: you were going through a lot in the early 90s off the field as well yeah. with personal issues. But that 94 season, you looked like you were really enjoying yourself. Yeah,
0: that was probably at the peak of my, my, my career, like um, – and yeah, yeah, I was absolutely in, in control of, of of my football game. Anyway, like and my private life as well. I was I was totally comfortable, um, which kind of all melted into the same thing. Anyway, mm. uh, I said before, you know, anyone that was playing for Manly in '93, '94, any of the team would know what I'm talking about um, when I'm referring to the way I used to speak at, at team meetings and that. So, yeah, um, I was totally comfortable with where I was at as a footballer. Mm. I mean, it's one of those rare moments where you just feel like you can change your game. You can, I'm, I'm, I'm sure uh, players like, yeah, you know, Wally and that, and, and, and Andrew Johns, and that would and. Um Th- that must have been on a whole nother level again. You know I mean? Yeah, I'm just saying. Bit, I'm, I'm I'm not comparing myself to those guys at all, but I'm just saying. I, uh, I bet everyone has a peak I, of the power. I understand. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it, and it's such a drug. It's so in, so empowering. It is like to run out in the field and just know you can change this game any, and and absolutely know it. Like, and I'm sure that that, that anyone who uh, any professional sports person who's been at the peak of your game knows what I'm talking about. Now it's like it's such yeah. a drug. It's just, I so miss that. I mean, I, I just wish I like I could have in my acting. I mean, I, I've had those rare moments in acting when things drop in. I've had those moments on yep. stage. Just like, oh, I get this. Oh, Was it like God. a flow state or something? Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a it's exactly what it is. Yeah. It's just like I just wish I could produce more of that same energy that I had on the field that I, that, that I have that when you have those moments in acting. Yeah, like, gotcha. Oh my God, you, you could convert that into you'd be working full time.
1: Yeah. Mate, you know on YouTube that '94. Did you when you were at Wigan? Was Mick Cassidy there? Uh, no, because there's this clip of you yeah. annihilating him on the field. Just legal shot. He just ran straight at you, and you smacked him in half. Yeah, that was we, one of those club games you'll have. We
0: just had, um, we just and just prior to that, there'd been an all-in up the other end of the field. Yeah, it was uh, a
1: zero and Barry Mack. Yeah, but I, yeah, I was yeah.
0: kind of involved. I I, I I got king hit like, and and I just remember like I was I was I was like. <laughs> Dirty from that, and I was re- reeling from that, and like I said, but but it was, it was one of those situations where oh, it's, it's all right, it's time to do something.
1: Yeah, no, you definitely did, yeah, yeah. mate. You spoke before about Bose, Bob Fulton. You know, he coached you at Manly, and then also for the Kangaroos. Yeah, was there a difference when he coached club to to international?
0: Um, you know what, I've never really thought about that. Um, but no, Bose is always so easy to talk to. He, and he always protected his players. He always, um, and I know Boz has a publicly. There are a lot of people that uh, have a bad opinion about Bose. I mean, mm. I, I get told. And there's also a lot of people have a great opinion about him too. I'm not saying that, like, but but yep. uh, he, he's a he's definitely a character. But I I I, I definitely played my best footy under on, under Boz. Mm. Um, it was
1: that those peak years you just spoke. Yeah, about,
0: yeah. I de- um, and and also he encouraged it too, and allowed you to play that too. Like yeah, okay. He, he would like literally ask, not just me, but he, he would he would point you out. At, 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 he would talk to you in front of the team what you're going to do, like, mm. yeah, like encourage you to do it. Um, yeah, he was a uh, he was a really good communicator. Bose. Mm. Yeah, I uh, and I, I um I haven't, haven't spoken to Bose for years. I I, I really have a, like a deep respect and love for the guy.
1: Yeah. I'm sure the same for him, but mate, 95 you guys make the grand final. Oh, I won't talk about that. But 96, I didn't play. What what
0: happened? Um, well, there was a whole 95 Super League thing happened. Um, and 95 I had a really good season. Like, yeah. I mean, I uh, oh, you're killing it. Yeah, I mean, we we lost two games. One of them happened to be the grand final. <laughs> Sorry, to bring well, that up. No, mate. it's okay. You know, kind of kind of weird that that 95. I mean, it's um. That ninety five grand final, I still haven't been able to watch it. I mean, I, I, I have sat down and tried to watch it probably yeah. half a dozen times, and within about ten minute, minutes, it still makes me feel queasy and sick. Really? You know? and wow! That's probably a weakness in my character. Not you know at mean? all. Mate. Anyway, um, and that ninety five grand final we played, uh, Canterbury, um, the Bulldogs. I think the worst thing was about three or four weeks out from uh, the end of the uh, normal playing season, we played them at, and we kind of like flogged them. It was about thirty or forty points. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. We sh- if we hadn't have played that game, we would have beat Canberra in that grand final. We had beaten them before we ran out in the field. Yeah. So he just like got it, too it was, cocky. It, it, was, it was absolutely too cocky. It was like, um, I was just one of those. Uh, anyway, so what happened? I, I, didn't, I mean, Manny went on to play, uh, win the grand final in 96. They played St. George. I yep. wasn't a part of that team, even though I was part of the, the, the club. Mm. What had happened was because in the whole 95 um, Super League, I'd signed with Super League. Okay. Uh, but my contract – Uh, I'm a Super League in ninety five, but the ARL the then ARL just they um decided they decided to boycott any there was a there was a
1: Oh, you guys got stood down if you had the contract right or something. Well,
0: we, not, we, we represented wise. We 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 didn't play any state of yeah, origin, that's right. and yep. we didn't play. Uh, there was Australia a, as well. a, a, a there was a Great Britain tour, I think, at, like at the end of '95. That yep. I should, like I should have gotten picked in, and I should, like in the I was the thing.
1: world. No, it was the World Cup.
0: A World Cup. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so um, my and I was just dirty because I'd done. That. I'd I'd ordered my. I was dirty because I ordered my contract to. To play for Manly, I was and I was fully willing to play ninety six as well. Mm. The fact that they stood didn't allow, allow us to play representative football, which I then we ended up taking in the court and winning the case. Yep, um, which is why why I stepped down. It's just like um, it was just a thing of a kind of principle. Yeah, um, it cost me a premiership, but uh, yeah, I was just um, I, I just thought it was the wrong way. It, it was I just did didn't agree with the politics at all. Mm. Uh, it was just yeah, my own little, <laughs> <own> little stand.
1: <laughs> Robert, do you have a good Super League story in terms of did they get you a limo, did they put you in a room, like what happened?
0: No, it was just one of those, that was such a weird time because that, we came back off the 94 uh, tour um, and as soon as we got back from uh, the Super League thing really hit in January of 95. Yep. And they they signed. I think, if off memory, they signed two teams like Canberra and 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 it might have been um,
1: maybe Brisbane it was Brisbane. Oh, it was
0: yeah. You're right. It was. Yeah, it was more than. It was. You're right. It was Brisbane, uh, Canterbury, and Canberra because they had all the stars, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and they all the, the whole team apparently went over, and, and so I mean, I uh, Manly was an ARL team. Yeah. Um, we had all these meetings at Manly with, you know, with the, with the representatives from the ARL. And, and I just like, I was just, I kind of, kind of literally just, I was kind of interested to hear what Super League had to say. And yep. I just kind of wandered in there off the street up in News, the News Corp, um, up in Holt Street in Surrey Hills. I just wandered off the street, just walked up there to, you know, just, cause that's, that was, that was Super League Central then. Yeah. Um, and just, I was only one I could speak to it. And like, it sounds a bit, I know what I was saying sounds a bit ridiculous, but Lachlan Murdoch was in the next room, okay, right? And Lachlan, Lachlan overheard ever heard me say they looked out and you came out. He didn't recognise Lachlan. Didn't know football. He just yeah, asked yeah, me, yeah. and I just told him. So I'm just. He said, called me in, and we had this wonderful meeting. And I kind of, I almost, saw, like I kind of, saw, like I walked out having signed like like three years with Super League after I'd finished honoured my contract. Like yeah, after, yeah, after yeah. the end of the ninety six. Yep, I was just like I just earned more money in like it was almost it was it was one of those stories. It's unbelievable. It's too unbelievable. Like you just think this is not real. Did this you pinch yourself? You, you thought you were just. I just, just like yeah. I was like this can't you. <laughs> and, then, and then just the money, the the, the numbers they said from, from at my mind it blew my mind. I was just like,
2: are you, it, did you ever go?
0: Did, are you sure? like oh, you like, it, it just bring this standard contract and they wrote these numbers in. Is that okay? I'm like, uh, I, I was, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. It was it was one of those moments. Yeah. It's, um, so yeah, and, and Lock and I became really good friends. Yeah, like really good friends. Um. My, uh, my partner and I um, went to his, his and Sarah's wedding. I nice. like, became good, really good friends and still a, like, uh, I still, like, I love that. Family. I'm like, that they've always been so, just so honest with me. Like, um, so, and that's kind of the Super League thing. I mean, and then uh, I think Matthew Ridge, Matthew Ridge also signed with Super League too. Yep. And we, and we kind of got ostracized a bit at the club at Manly. You know what I mean? Like, we okay, we, really, you outed, we, we kind yeah. of really, like, through 85, we kind of did. Uh, sorry, 95. Um yeah, it was just. But I mean, I mean, I don't. I'm not laying fault. I'm not. You know, this this isn't a, a blame game. Or it was just. Uh, it was just one of those really rare moments that I was a part of in sport that happened in sport that I was a part of. Yeah, um,
1: absolutely. It was That's incredible.
0: It was. A, it was an incredible ride at, at, at that time. It, I mean, it changed professional sports, uh, well, men's professional sports forever. Definitely in Australia
1: now. Robert, you, you end up at the Cowboys. Love the Cowboys. What was the choices at the time for you to go to? Uh,
0: you know, like um, there was Adelaide. There was, uh, I think it was Perth as well. There was the Newcastle team. Um, yep. Uh, this is a bit, of, a bit of a dark area in my life, like a really dark area, because what was happening off the field mm. at, at that time was um, probably the, 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 the time in my life that changed me most. Um there's a story of the young lad named uh, Aaron Light, mm-hmm. um, Aaron, who was murdered. Um, who was a really like good friend. He was family to uh, family to me. Uh, he was involved with a paedophile ring, and um, uh, it was just a really awkward, dark time. And um, I, I, I chose, you know, and I say that, and I I, I regret this, but I uh, I, I chose. To, Townsville because it was as far away from Sydney mm. as I could possibly get. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the whole th- situation with Aaron, I abandoned him, and I just I did the, I really did the wrong thing. I know. Mean, I, and I people say, oh, you know, you, you did more for him than, than any than anyone else, mm. but uh, the truth is, I know I didn't as well. I mean, that and, and I live with that, I, I'm, and I am fine with that. I mean, there was a whole coroner's um, co- inquest I was involved with, like that like, went on for like seven years with yeah. um, the, the guy who who. One of the one of Aaron's um, one of the men who assaulted Aaron uh, also assaulted me as a as a as a fourteen year old. Yeah. Um. It was just it's really dark and I yeah it was just one of those. It changed my life. I mean, it changed everything, every direction uh, for me. Yeah, but it's but it's something. Um, and I like I. You have to own those types of things. Absolutely.
1: You know, That's why I say a, responsibility in your eyes. Yeah, you, know? you, you have yeah. to own those
0: things. It's just, uh, yeah. p- people can say, and, and you know, you did the right thing. I just I, yeah, well, maybe I, you know, but I didn't. I mean, I know in my heart the reason I was going to the was just to get away from Sydney. Yeah. You know, the, uh, the police asked me to take Aaron with me to keep it. To keep it. So Aaron had a, Aaron was staying with, with uh, my then partner, Shane, and I. Um, you know, all I, I and Aaron has started using again after he'd gotten involved with the police again. Mm. Um, yeah, there's a the, the, yeah that that was it was just a and I I was and I'd only just come out as well. That, the, the, that was just to me it was uh, I mean it's so confronting and so in your face. I just yeah. come out and then I find out that this boy he's been staying with us. Um, he'd been He'd been living on the streets. Um. Was involved in these pedophile rings. Um, But since he'd been living with us, he hadn't been. He'd been living with us at that stage for about six months. And uh, he'd been going to school. That was part of the condition of living with us. I mean, we didn't. All I knew is that Aaron was on the streets. And that uh, I'd met Aaron when he was a kid, like about eight or nine in in a hospital. And that's how I met him at, at, at a hospital visit. And we'd stayed in touch then about. Four years later, I saw him in King's Cross. He was on the street, yep. like li- literally living on the street. And I'm just like, "What are you doing?" And he was like, "We'd always stayed in touch. He had, had my phone number." Mm. Uh, and I was always to him. I was always that the, the football his mate, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but also became his friend. Uh, so it, as it worked, and then when I first saw him on the cross in the street, um, my flatmate Kirsty, who became like a surrogate mother to him. Um, Used to cook him meals and, okay. and clean his clothes. He wouldn't come – uh, and we offered, you know, he'd come and stay with us, but he, he, he wouldn't do that. He'd come around once or twice a week for a meal. Yep. And of course he'd clean his clothes and mm. uh, that's how – and eventually he moved in. Yep. And, and, but part of the thing about moving in is I was living at uh, Newtown at the time. Yep. Um, part of the uh, condition that he had, go, had to go back to school and had mm-hmm. to phone his mum and dad once a week – I don't think his mum and dad, would they'd separated at that stage. The the, the family life wasn't an ideal situation for him too. And I always thought he'd funded himself by selling drugs, by selling pot. That's what he always told us. Yep. So then one day um, uh, I got a phone call off a police officer, asked me if he could come and speak to me about Aaron's situation. And I thought maybe he'd been stealing cars and that type of thing again. Hmm. Um, This is – anyway – yeah, then when he, he came and saw me, uh, the police officer, uh, this was before Aaron had come home from school, he told me what, our, what the situation, that Aaron had, had been checked at these pedophile, these known pedophiles places, and that he hadn't been there for six months. I mean, uh, yeah, police have police also told me that I'd been under surveillance for six months. and that uh, how, Oh, that, really? Yeah, wow. because, yeah. Uh, which all was really confronting news. Mind you, I, I'd literally come out about six months before this. Yeah. Like. Um. When alarm bells were going off in my head, and it was uh, a chaotic time. And it was not the sort of type of thing. It's not the sort of new, news you could share with people. I didn't know who to. I didn't. I mean, I didn't know who to who, who to talk to. Mm. You know? Police wanted Aaron to make uh, make some statements about these men. Yeah. Um, and they, but they also knew Aaron didn't have a good relationship with police. It was totally it was totally yeah, of against course. police. Yeah. And would I breach a conversation with him? I mean. The fact that I had to breach a conversation that I knew about this situation, I knew it was going to damage him. Um, and when he came home, I just remember that that, that day. was uh, For him, it was – yeah, it's like everything that the last six months had all gone to shit had, just, had been really good for him. He'd be mm. back at school, he was back playing sport, he had a girlfriend, you know. Yeah. And that whole other life had gone away. And now it was like right back in his face that I knew this person, that I knew that was like what, and that I'd asked him this. Anyway, so, um, yeah, I just, I, I wish, I mean, when I look back now, if I could change things, I would have said to the policeman, no, I'm not going to, if Aaron comes to me and talks to me about this, then I, but yeah. I, I would, that's what I would have done. Yeah. Now, I mean, knowing back, I would I would let him make the decision to, to tell me, because uh, uh, it just yeah, it really broke the kid. He ended up, you know, he started using drugs and then again. I mean, the whole process went on for about six months. He was making statements. He went right off the rails again. Um, he had a, he'd had an issue with with addiction and that as well. Uh, so it was just one of those moments in life. Just like um, that was totally out of the box. Mm. I mean, that's uh, I kind of think uh, that's who I am. Yeah That's That's how I see myself That's the I'm trying to Like the person I am Yeah It's uh Still really difficult Like it's I'm now, I'm now talking 20 22 years ago
2: Yeah
0: Yeah I mean, And then, then we had The whole coroner's inquest About And Fred Ricks That's the guy That assaulted man, The sexually assaulted man Also assaulted Andrew Um, um Aaron Uh yeah, it's, uh, it happened to, to confront Fredericks at the court. You know, for the first time, it, just, mm. it was one of those surreal. You just those surreal moments. If you could picture, if you could catch capture that in a lens, you know, like that, that uh, the, 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 the story that what was happening in my head, having this man ask me question, this man who assaulted me years before, knowing that he had assaulted Aaron as well, and having read the statements that Aaron had made. Yeah, you know, it's like this. Surreal, surreal um, time in my life. It's just the victims of, of sexual assault, you know, and and the way that damages you in mm. court. Just having to relive it all again. It was,
1: yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Well, I appreciate the courage of yeah. being able to speak. speak that out. And yeah.
0: the, the, the reason yeah. I speak about it is because people have to know. It has to be a conversation. Mm. You, you need to be able to speak about it.
1: Just the roller coaster of emotions that you yeah. just showed there mate was it someone that you leaned on or was it something that you that got you through that
0: oh that's terrible i started using drugs and that myself you know mm-hmm. like it um i don't like to say it but it did kind of get me i mean it felt like it got me through i like you know i've been totally clean now for, years, for, for yeah. six years um uh I, I just yeah i was unprepared for it i, I mean i my my current partner Daniel, we've been together fifteen years. He saved my life, mm. literally saved my life. Yep. Um,
1: what did you guys meet? Uh, just at the club. Okay. Yeah, just Daniel. You said his name was Daniel. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah
0: Daniel's a uh, school teacher. Yep. Um, yeah, but it's uh, you know I'm, I've been lucky. Uh, my, my two past long term partners, uh, Andrew and and Shane, I'm still. Very close to them. Still we're mates. still family. Yeah, yeah, nice. all, 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 all of us are very close. It's uh, You know, I was with Shane for like four years and Andrew for six or seven. Okay. Yeah, we're very close. We're still, I mean, that's what I say about relationships. You know, I mean, relationships change. We mm. spoke about that earlier. That's kind of how we started the, the podcast. Relationships change. Yeah? Absolutely. Like, um, and we're changing all the times. It's just like, you know, and it's kind of weird since my, my dad passed away five years ago. Mm. And we didn't, I mean, we didn't, we had a good relationship, but it wasn't, my dad was always homophobic, right? Yeah. But he 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 dealt with that. You know, like when I first told him, his first like uh, words were, "Yeah, but you play front row. Like, how can that?" Like, yeah. I'm like, well, hang on, are we in the same? Row? But I mean,
1: is it? Do you reckon the times? Because I got a couple of oh, aunts absolutely. and uncles that are kind of like that as well, and then
0: let I've, me. I mean, I've absolutely. got a
1: couple of cousins that are gay, and the way they speak about them, I go, well, what do? Like, I don't get, uh, yeah, I don't get it, it. It's still a
0: conversation. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. You don't get it. I mean, I totally understand that situation. But I mean, like I was just saying about my dad, you know, the good thing was just prior to uh, my dad passing away, uh, and it was um, it was pre-marriage uh, equality, um, my dad was sat in the chair reading the paper, and I was having a conversation with my mum and Daniel at the table, and my dad wasn't involved in the conversation. He doesn't say much. My never used to say much. Yeah. And we were talking about the marriage equality thing. Um and my dad just put his paper down and said, oh, why shouldn't you be allowed to marry the person you're in love with? Mm. And then lifted his paper up and did, bit like it was a perfect, mar- like that, that yeah, it was that, like, yeah, oh my God, this it. is, that is what, that, that's what marriage, this is what this is all about. You know, like you get it. My God, dad, you get it. You like it was like, it was like this wonderful moment for me. And just like, oh, he gets it. He yeah. understands now. That's what
1: would have been a great moment for, yeah. you, for yourself
0: to Fantastic, that. mate. I mean, yeah. and yeah, it is a generational thing too. I mean, it's, you know, I, I would I would like to think it's it's a lot easier for people to be truthful and honest uh, about themselves and speak openly about themselves more now than it was even when I was a kid. I mean, I I mean, I always knew. Um, you know, my first moment of, of being aware that this was really bad was yeah. uh, being a seven year old sitting next to my dad watching a TV checkerboard. Mm. Uh, this is back now in 1972. Uh, and checkerboard was the first time two men had kissed on – On, on, on TV. On Australian TV. Okay, yeah, yeah. And I remember – I have this a clear memory of this, them kissing and, the, and, the, and I saw it as being, oh, I'm like that. Okay. Like the, yeah, I, yeah, I was I totally that. fine, but yep. my dad said – I mean, forgive the language here, but my dad said, oh, they make my fucking skin creep. Yeah. I just knew that was like that moment alarm bells went off in my head. Like it was that the was first, and fly, I, you yeah. know, I, 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 my best friend next door was my, was, was my best friend who we used to kiss and, and cuddle on, and but we used to play footy together too. Yeah, it was, yeah, It was almost that moment, it's like, oh, my God. I, but I I would like to think that um, there aren't kids who are still having to enjoy, I, I know, I, but I think, I know there are.
1: There are, but. A less amount than you know there I mean? was. There are yeah, now.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's now spoken about at school. It's not a conversation that, that's so uh, obscure that we will we will it won't be discussed.
1: Yeah, but you guys were doing educational pieces. Oh, you? I work for the N- yeah. I, I do an inclusion yeah. um,
0: program for the NRL. It should do, be huge. Oh, it's fantastic, man. Yeah. I think we. Um, I think anyone who's seen the show, uh, the um, NRL the Theatre Sports um, uh, show that we show. Oh, it is a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Anyone who's seen it has always it's it's always really well received. We we attack those really uncomfortable um, topics. We talk about uh, sexuality, um, homophobia, obviously. We talk about drugs. And um, did you write it? I'm one of the writers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Andy Ryan and and and, um, is the other writer Uh, and Damo. Um, Yeah, yeah. So we speak about homophobia, obviously, social media. Um, misogyny, mm. uh, violence towards women, yep. um, group sex, all those th- are like gambling, mm. social ad- like, uh, social media addiction, that things that are really uncomfortable. For- oh, but it, but uh, in saying that, it is, uh, it, it, it's also done in the space. There's no cameras. No one's allowed to have their phones out. It's so not- a secure environment. It's, it's a safe environment. Yeah, yeah. It's a safe environment to get it wrong. And let me tell you, some of them do get it wrong. For sure. You prefer that in the environment. And then, we, then right? we talk about it, right? Yeah, yeah. And then we discuss it. We break it down. It's a, But it's always a really – we attack most of it with
1: humour.
0: Mm. 80% of it is attack with humour, but there's a 20% that is so cutting out and so like…
1: Is it for all the players or only the younger guys?
0: And All the players. All the players. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. we uh, we also do it uh, – we had done it – well, obviously we haven't done it for the last 12 months because of COVID. Yeah. Uh, and it looks like… It <laughs> looks like you next need year, to next year, next year, well, it looks like, depending on what happens with it, with this latest lockdown, hopefully we'll, we'll roll it out again next year. But uh, we also do it with players. We do it with all… Um, professional players at, at the club uh, and then we also did it with the administration and that wow yeah.
1: no that's a great it's a great man. it's a really yeah, good
0: yeah. It, the, the NRL has been re- really on the front foot about the inclusion and and, and, and yeah about that space
1: no that's fantastic In all the emotions we just spoke about and everything going through your life those last two years in the Cowboys did they fly did footy even matter at that oh, stage it was the
0: best two years of my footy career I loved it it was so I mean uh. It, I just felt it was. I mean, they made me captain. Like, first and foremost, Tim Shanes made me captain. Right? Yeah, yeah, right. Like, remember. this was like really big news. This, like this, this gay guy who's who's been <laughs> yep. mate, this guy- I'm, I'm now in Townsville. We're not talking. We're not talking like, uh, in Darlie, Darling, Darlinghurst. We're talking like Townsville. Like, it does did have a, it does have a bit of a um.
1: Well, they've got a bit of catching up to do in of a, terms of. It, from, there's a whole yeah, t- that, that
0: redneck term. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah, like yeah. to use that, but there's
1: stage definitely that
0: element up there. Let me tell you. Um. Bob Catter, the whole, you know, Bob Catter, were like, uh, yeah, I mean that the whole, it is that era, it is, it, it is, it, that, it, it's it that was, country, man. you know, yeah, yeah. But I will say they so embraced me, like that their community was so wonderful. It was almost like they saw how much of a change they could make. And I, I, now I'm talking about that, the, the, the LGBTQ space, yeah. it was almost like they, the 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 townsville community saw, oh we can make a real change to this space now. Absolutely, yeah. And yeah. They really, like, they really embraced me. It was like it was, I. The football, my football wasn't as good as it had been and, and, and the team, we didn't get the results. You know, we probably would have wanted to.
1: Because I think on but, paper you guys had – We had like a good team, but we were all, your, yeah. all on our way out,
0: yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. We weren't fresh. Um, but the actual time up there – and Tim Shanes is a wonderful guy. Like yeah. it was just – uh, it was such a – for me, the, those two years up there were, were wonderful. I was in with uh, with Andrew Cowan, my then partner. Um, it was just uh, – and I've been under, like I said, coming from the situation I'd come from in Sydney with Aaron and that, it was – for the for three years I was up there, um, oh, it, was, it was such a release. It was such a freedom that I'd never – have just, just never enjoyed that yeah. freedom of being this gay man and, and like, Totally open, in totally, that sport. totally out and open. Yeah, yeah. And it, it yeah. I mean, I, I, I had that at Manly to a point, but it was still, I was still in the closet till like ninety four. Yeah, Manly, you know what I mean. When I say not in the closet, it was just something that we didn't speak about.
1: Yep, that's, that's it was total
0: freedom up there. So yeah, it was, it was total freedom. It was yeah. just total me being. There was, there was, there was no, there was no bullshit. It was like
1: that's great, mate. <laughs> yeah, mate. How did you like after all this? How did you like, especially having such a good time on the field? How did you decide that you had to retire?
0: Um, ah, oh, yeah, I've got a my knee, and um, yeah, I was. I, Have you still got a hip problem? Oh, heaps of problems
1: because I saw you walking before, and I, my I go, knee,
0: my knee is absolutely ratchet. Yeah. My, my my shoulders, I mean, i I've been I've been told I have to have like my shoulder replaced and my knee replaced and my my hip right. Wow. Like, so, but they're all they're those stories. You just as with ex football, you like you don't want to get. It. I mean, I'm 55 now. When yep. I was when I was 25, when I was 20, I was never going to be 50. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, exactly. It's, like, it's right. that mentality, you, think you know. Of that. Yeah, yeah. i just like I'm I'm never going to carry those injuries that you see you know older guys have. Just, I'm never going to be like that. I'll always be. I mean, I've kind of looked after myself as well, but um. I mean, I can't run. I literally can't run. If I go for a run, I can't walk for a week. Um, I, I I like I, I do a lot of uh, like bike stuff. Yep. Uh, I can't do a lot of weights now because my, my, both my shoulders and my lower back, I, I, I mean, I have bone on bone and both my shoulders now, which is terrible.
1: So how do you retain such muscle? Like, is it like uh, bands and stuff? Yeah, or? stuff yeah, like yeah. that. I
0: do a lot of lo- really low uh Low, uh, like, um, I don't do any heavy weights, it's, all okay. low weight type, type it's a lot of body weight stuff, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, but it's uh, yeah, some days you're some days I wake up, I feel great, other days I wake up, I feel like I'm 100, you know, <laughs> I mean, but I mean, I'm yeah. but that's a very familiar story for, that's anyone, rugby league player. for anyone who's yeah. in, who's had my my his, any sort of history. I mean, you speak to blokes like MG and that and, and Spud, you know, yeah. I, I saw Spud not too long ago. Spud's the same, yep. like, he's yeah, banged up for yeah. sure. Yeah. But
1: I mean, yeah. Mate, the back the last thing I want to talk to you about is your acting career because my brother's going to be so jealous. He's the biggest Star Wars fan in the oh, world, really? right? Yeah. But I was on Star Wars. Yeah, I know. So George George Lucas, <laughs> yeah. right? When you're doing your scenes, is he directing you?
0: Uh, listen, um, he wasn't directing me at all. But like, I was very that 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 he was there, right? Yeah, he was there. I mean, I, I I lucked into that. I fell into into that. I was just like a featured extra, and it wasn't even a featured extra in the end. Yep. Um, I was in one of the bar scenes. It was a like it was a week's work. But I was a, this is before I really was into acting. This is I think that that, you know, that was I might have just got, come back from Townsville. When, I mean, I I went to NIDA in, in 2003. two thousand three. Yep. Um, so, I mean, I, I was always a bit of a nerd at, at school. I was always a bit of a squarehead. I mean, I was, I was, I was a bit of, I was, always kind of always part of the ensemble. If there was ever a play happening at school, you I was up. always in it, yeah, you know, yeah. I was always, I was a terrible singer, but I always thought I, you know, I could, I could give it Are a Are you day. having a crack, mate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I, yeah. I kind of loved that. I did, I did used to like to be on stage, even as a kid. I mean, so I was always kind of part of that on, ensemble, um, Left left school and uh, like footy took off for me, um, so I kind of got involved in that world, which was all kind of un, unplanned. Yep. Uh, um. But I'd always kept my finger on the pulse with, with acting, and that. I'd I'd always ha- had a, an interest in acting. And mm. in ninety five, ninety six, and that, uh, there was we'd written a script about my life that never yeah. never, ne- never got funding, and you know, but we carted it around for a couple of years, and that got mm. me back into the act. I, I'd started taking acting classes again when I was up back up in. Um, in Townsville, okay, um, and then fast forward a couple of years um, back in Sydney, um, car breaks down, quite literally on that parade about a hundred yards or two hundred yards up the road from Nida. Yeah, near, it's true K- story, near Kensington. True story. Yeah, yeah, i yeah. like, and I, I just got out. I was walking down to down to the garage. I knew yeah, there was a garage down the road. walked by Nida. I just thought, so I just duck in there and see if there's someone. Maybe, oh, you know, I'll give it a go. It's, 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 if someone would, wouldn't mind giving me a hand or give me some lessons and blah, 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 yeah. just so, only because I was a bit of a – not that I wanted to get back into acting. I just – there's was an interest. Interest, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I went, went in there and met uh, Kevin Jackson. I love Kevin Jackson. Changed yeah. my life. If you're out there, Kevin, I love you.
1: Um, Is he the teacher?
0: Or the, he, he was one of the acting teachers there. He was – he's such a um, – uh, he's my mentor. He's a champion. I can't – he just – he was a whole he, – he got me through the whole um, – dyslexia thing and like yep. it was not an issue for him he found like he was his casualness about that changed my life anyway so um, so I've seen um, Kevin for uh, acting classes once a week for, for a couple of months and he was like like he was he's fantastic he's just like you do know you can do the the, the, the three year course if you want to like if you want to give it a, like yeah. if you audition and that like and I was thinking I was too old yeah I was about 36 or, I'm a bit old now. I think I was about 38 at the time yep and um, uh, he said, no, you, you're not too young or too old. If you're good enough, you're old enough. Yeah. Like, and that, so I kind of um, – I, I did a year of one-on-one class, basically one-on-one class with, with, with Kevin. Yep. And then I, I did the audition process and, and I, I kind of got in. it was almost like so out of the blue. So out of yeah, – I was not ready for that. I didn't know where I was going in my life type thing, but I just like – this was like – shit this isn't really happening i'm going back to school you know this yeah. is great and the whole phonetics so you it, it totally changed my life fresh, just opened just, up this yeah. this uh, the, the, that whole freshness that whole yeah. new world so oh my god i found my place I found, I found another place yep. it's like it, you know life's not over because footy's over and this is and then like getting into shakespeare and all that type of things and, and being back on stage and, and just just working a script and just like um, being part of a production and that family and that team Thing again, it was you know it became this whole and yeah that, that obsession again. It's just uh, yeah, and that's yeah, that's kind of where I am at the moment now.
1: Yeah, now you know you've been on like Underbelly and all that sort of stuff. Is there one project that stands out from the others that you're really passionate and oh, proud a about?
0: Th- a couple of things. Um, uh, there's a couple of things I did over in the states actually. Saltwater, which was a movie which I worked on with. Um, Ronnie Kerr, who was the, the, the writer producer, we, we kind of wrote it together. Okay, yeah, that, that was. But that's a bit personal. I mean, but I mean, I've done, you know, I've kind of done loads and loads of small stuff. I've done loads of theatre. Like anytime you do a theatre production, it becomes this whole family thing. You know, yeah, so, because yeah. Because you, you know, regardless of if it's paid work or not paid work, and most stuff in Australia isn't paid. You know, really? Like, like, oh, if it's paid, it's it's you know they're, they're giving you bus fare to get there and back. Okay. You know I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Which, but that's that—that's part of the game. That's just part of it. Yeah. You got to get reps up, right? But so. that's just what it is, you know. Yep. Um, Did that
1: replace? You know how you oh, used to play in get, front of the like the crowd?
0: Like sports played in the stadium. it's yeah. all—it's so it's it's like all, th- all theater. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's entertainment. That's what it is. It's all theater, you know. It's it's all theater. We're there. We're, we're we're there for the enjoyment of others, you know. Like, and then that that—that's kind of how um, I ended up reading it and and, and being mm. a part. of it. Although I said to you before, but. When, those moments I had when I, when I was in, when I was playing footy, I, there was those moments on the field where I was totally invincible. Yeah, and I, and the, those moments, when things drop in, you know, like on the field. Uh, you you spoke about one with the McCaskey thing, that that yep. type of thing. Um, but there were that, I had, I've had those moments on stage as well. Just like, yeah, oh my God, I get this. I'm like this is such a drug. This is uh, well, that's I was,
1: great, mate. Not a lot of people that retire from sports get that. I've been
0: very fortunate. Like I've been very fortunate to fall back into something. I still have a passion for and still yeah. gets me up in the morning to, it still gets me up up in the morning to go to and keep trying to find work for it.
1: Fantastic. Mate, I've got to ask you one more question. I got in trouble because I ran out of time with Betsy and I didn't get to ask him this. So all my podcasts finish with the five people you would like to invite for dinner. <sighs> just no family or friends, just anyone dead or alive. But I got in trouble yesterday, so I go, look, even though we're at the same time and I wanna obviously I'm very respectful of your time, I need to ask you because I get in trouble now.
0: God, those questions. When people ask those questions, I don't know. Like, I mean, my my dad passed away five years ago. I'd like my dad to be there so I could mm. have a chat with him. Absolutely. Ah, um, oh, there'd be there'd be people like you know. Like there are those super people, and superheroes in the past. You know, um,
1: Was anyone in Hollywood? Did anyone blow you away in Hollywood at all? And did you meet anyone pretty cool?
0: Um. Oh, I mean, I, I've met all these Australian great, like like Russ and, and, and Hugo and all that. I've worked with Hugo yep. on a um, – we did a movie together. Don't, don't sound like a wanker saying that. We did Mate. A, <laughs> you did it. Me, Hugo, and, and, and Kate Enchant, actually. But, <laughs> but, but I mean, I, uh, I just had a featured extra. But what it was – I can't remember the name of the movie. That's terrible. Um, Hugo was playing a, a, a drug – Wolverine. An ex-drug-addicted um, – Hugo Weaving, this, I'm talking about – uh, was playing a, a next rugby league player. Okay, and I had to give him some some tips and stuff. I mean, I, yeah. I, I had a role, but I we, we spent about like four or five weeks together. Yep. Um. Uh. Kate, my chat was in that too. He he's a champion, mate. He's like, Russell's a champion. They're all champion. Like anyone I've worked with has always been really open and really giving.
1: Do you get really tight with people on set?
0: Um. Depending on how long you're there for, I mean, most of the stuff I've done. You know, if you with, with, with people for, for only a week, okay. It's like I mean, I did that Superman thing, right? Which was, um, was a real flash in the pan. It was like this Hollywood production. <laughs> it was like oh, I was thirteen weeks. He worked with some incredible actors, yeah, like, like Kevin Spacey, who are like, you know, and, cool. right, yeah. Well, yeah. well, he's got he's he's great between action and cut, okay,
1: yeah, not so great everything anymore. else. Yeah, yeah,
0: gotcha. Let me tell you, um, and it, you know, like at Unsurprisingly, he's he's fallen off the radar because of his uh, awesome ind- indiscretions, yeah. you know, like whatever. Which I get, uh, you know. It's like, um, yeah, but that 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 experience of of um, the super wealth that, that Hollywood has, because we, we shot that um, at the time that Superman Returns was the most expensive movie ever made. Yeah. Um, what year was that? Oh, I'm now talking Mid-2000s? probably two thousand two thousand seven. Okay, yeah, so yeah. Right. Um, but be, I bet my men, I was on, uh, I was on set probably for about four months with that. Um, I was one of uh, one of the henchmen, um, so I was in most scenes that, that, that Kevin was in. Yeah. So I got, to, but, but I mean, I shouldn't say that, but I mean, I,
1: no, it is what it is. It's it, experience is what it is that I mean, people but The thing meet, was, you know? even with
0: Kevin, he he, 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 I can understand why they put up this veil of 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 total security, but I, uh, I mean. Um, there are, there are moments where you see them as human as well like you see yeah. those moments with them but they spend time you can't not because they spend literally we spend 13 weeks together like like every day you you um,
1: but I know what uh, you're talking about at work it happens there's yeah. people when they're doing something they're the best person in the world and then they just turn on you from doing some yeah, uh, other things just, so just, I know what you're it's just, your experience. just yeah. those
0: extremes but that happens in every industry I mean you know, but, but in saying that I haven't seen that happen much in the rugby league industry which is good yeah. that profession you know but yeah uh, yeah, so I suppose saltwater. If you ask me for, for one time, what, what was a movie we we produced over in the states that uh, was kind of uh, on board with from from gate away?
1: Yeah, well, Ian, it's been an absolute blast catching up with you, mate. Like I said, when I was growing up, one of my favourite players. But this has been even better because I get to know you on a personal level. So that's what I really appreciate. Before I let you leave, now you're on Twitter. Now I need to ask you, what is did I forget?
0: Oh, that's uh, that's all to do with my head knocks, mate. Okay. Yeah, that was that's kind of where that came from. It's just like. Um, uh, yeah it's a bit of a tag I've, I've had for uh, it was a bit of my like I used to ask did I forget again that was kind that was literally was I mean um, yeah that's literally where it came from at least uh, that was my thing oh, did I forget did I forget again <laughs> like,
1: yeah oh, well you'll never forget that handle mate yeah. but mate appreciate you coming in all the best for the new years and like I said everyone get following him as well because he's always got good stuff on there so Really appreciate it. It's been a blast, mate, and stay in touch, but
0: that was wonderful, mate. Too easy. Thank you, Tristan.
1: And that guy's was Ian Roberts. Please give him a follow across the Twitter network. There you can connect with me, Tristan Nell across Instagram at Tristan underscore Nell on on Twitter or talking with TK on my Facebook. Please share and you know. Leave a review if you really liked this episode. really helps me to continue to grow the show. Next week on the show, we're going to be touching base with Tim Simona. A really great story. This is his first interview since he was suspended from the NRL. So really great for Tim coming on. Also, Anthony Seabold's episode will be coming up as well. My show, Talking League, as you know, we've been running this across the Talking With TK channel as well. That will stop probably in the next few weeks. So please head over to your podcast app. Just search Talking League and you'll find it there or all the info will be on the show notes. Please join our Tipping and Fantasy League comps. You'll find all the info at talkingleaguepod.com. But there is $500 cash prize for the winner and it's free to enter. So please invite all your family and friends and get involved with the community. All right, guys, that's it for this week. I'll see you next week for Tim Samona. I'm Tristan Cannell, and this was Talking with TK.